You are now tuned in with Dr. E. Entertainment inspired by R.E.D. This is the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday Man. Guys, welcome back to another episode of the R.E.D. Podcast. It's the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday Man. And guys, today we are... Uh, going to be entering our second season, and our second season is coming with some uh, pretty nice information. Um, it's been a long week, uh, in a good way. I was able to, uh, I guess, take some time off, so I didn't work the week. Uh, that was exciting, and I really wanted Eric and uh, Dakehill to be here uh, with us for the final episode of uh, season one, but uh, they weren't able to be here with us, so we're going to come strong with our first episode of the second season and then hopefully we can be able to get them in here with us um, but we have some uh some very nice things to discuss with you guys today so we're changing up the vibe a little bit uh, our first season was general topics uh, things that people are concerned with things that uh, people might care about or be interested in and it did really well so as of the year 2023 uh, we totaled out at 336 plays. And uh, we do have you guys to thank for that. We are extremely grateful. But now we're stepping into a wider audience. And so there are persons out there who uh, need to be heard. And they need to uh, have a podcast in which they can follow regularly and get the inside scoop on things. And so the RED podcast uh, for the second season is going with a consistent theme. So we hope that you guys will enjoy that theme and you'll be able to benefit extremely much from this podcast. Uh, we're now on TikTok, Instagram, and uh, we are booming and moving fast in many directions, guys. So um, uh, just before we get into the news, uh, other than that, uh, it was really good. Uh, we're going to be updating you guys uh, with what's latest and greatest because right now I see that a lot of people are interested in college and education but they don't have the podcast platform to be able to inform them. So on this podcast, you are going to have kind of a college channel. Colleges around the world, or around the United States, I should say, have uh, this energy and dynamic, and someone has to talk about it. So you're going to come here, learn, listen, and love. Uh, we're going to have a weekly segment for you guys every time you tune into the podcast. We want you to enjoy it. We want you guys to feel a part of this podcast. And that's like, it's so important because there's nothing more important than having a place to go to that you can call home. So we're dealing with two topics. We're focused with high school and college. Hot topics. Uh, people are very interested in them. We got to uncover them. So our first news topic today is Juilliard, the Juilliard School of New York City. And for some a person... Uh, who may be interested in Juilliard. It is a great place to go in connection with a musical theater. They have an amazing uh, performance center. Uh, so the Juilliard School is a private performing arts uh, conservatory in New York City. It was established in 1905. The school trains about 850 undergraduate and graduate students in dance, drama, and music. It is widely regarded as one of the most elite drama, music, and dance schools in the world. So the first time that I came in contact with Juilliard is High School Musical. Troy was uh, interested in uh, being able to 
uh, go to Juilliard and perform to further his career in musical theater. And he wasn't sure if Gabriella was going to take that same route. So Juilliard is a very prestigious school, and it has a lot uh, to offer uh, individuals. So that's why this next headline and connection with Juilliard is going to be quite something. Former music students accused two Juilliard teachers of sexual misconduct. Ooh. Uh, let's see what happens. The Juilliard School in New York, among the world's most framed training grounds, fame training grounds for classical musicians, is facing allegations that two of its professors engaged in sexual misconduct against aspiring and enrolled students at the school. Additionally, accusers say that the conservatory has known about some of those allegations for at least four years. But as far as they know, the school did not take significant action. So that is uh, that is definitely something uh, uh, to be cause for concern because um, I'm not even sure what the tuition is like um, for Juilliard, but I can imagine that uh, it, it's definitely quite a pretty a penny. I'm just going to take a minute to look that up on the computer. Uh, Juilliard School of New York uh, cost and tuition. And get you guys that figure sum because that's a pretty big deal. Um, so right now I'm seeing fifty-two thousand two hundred fifty dollars uh, alongside of other things. Let's see how much does four years of Juilliard cost. So you're looking at spending eighty-two thousand six hundred and twenty-nine dollars at the school of Juilliard. So that is a lot of money. Now it says here that the accusers say that the conservatory has known about some of these allegations for at least four years. But as far as they know, the school did not take significant action. And if you're spending some $82,000, almost $100,000 at six figures over four years, you're going to want uh, the proper attention in connection with getting these things rectified and channeled. So I find that to be uh, pretty interesting. The article says specifically two people described alleged incidents involving Robert Beezer, the renowned school's former head of its composition department and a current member of his faculty and another person described an alleged incident involving the Pulitzer and Grammy-winning composer Christopher Ruse, who died in 2019. So these accusations, accusations date back to the late 1990s and early 2000s. So we're really talking about some uh, 20-something years ago. So I don't know if that's going to put a damper in Juilliard, but that's, uh, that's just heavy stuff when you're trying to focus on your musical career and your theater if you are someone right now in the year 2023 of January 1st, you're contemplating going to Juilliard, uh, then you might want to give uh, some thoughtful consideration to that. Um, we don't know as to how true the accusations are, but it, it, uh, there's quite a few accusations here. Um, there's uh, there's are mentions later in 2018, Juilliard named composer Melinda Wagner as the chair of his composition department, replacing Beezer. So that's the person that was working there during the time of the accusations. And we know that sometimes these uh, colleges, they try to cover up things. They, they really try to cover up things because they don't want their institution to be looked at as, uh, irre uh, as reprehensible. But the, the thing about covering something up is the problems never get solved. They continue and they persist for a time. So if you are having these issues at, at, at the college, you want to get those things rectified. Uh, people who are going to be spending, again, $82,000 at a school of Juilliard for musical theater, that's something that they need to iron out. 
why would someone come to the school when they have a reputation here now uh, that's coming up of not handling matters? And so easily uh, the persons can go uh, someplace else. But uh, again, I mean, Juilliard has been on the scene for quite a while. I don't know if people are going to feel as though uh, they don't want to go to the school because of the accusations of, of misconduct. I'm sure it's still looked at as an honor to go to Juilliard school, but you still want to protect yourself. So if you're someone who is looking to come to the New York area and go to Juilliard school, uh, just uh, be proactive. Uh, there's a few things that you can do. Visit their website. Uh, they also have uh, some information. It's just very interesting how uh, these things just come up when you're just trying to learn. And then it's interesting because on the sub-article it says 500 musicians demand change after Juilliard misconduct allegations. So, you know, composers, educators, and leaders in the classical musical community are calling on the institution to address sexual harassment reports. So at this point, there's quite a lot of these reports. And Juilliard, uh, they have to speak up about it, man. Like, when it comes to someone's higher education, you, you don't really want to trifle with that. You don't really want to trifle for that. So hopefully Juilliard is going to be able to take care of those situations. And so that way, uh, persons can be able to maybe consider if they want to go to the school or not. If not, then maybe they, uh, you might consider listening elsewhere. So for all of those out there contemplating Juilliard as a school, just keep that in mind, that uh, quite a bit of accusations have uh, piled up on this prestigious uh, institution. Now, transferring over to the high school uh, department, police investigating after Boston High School basketball player allegedly punched a referee at a Cohasset game. This is South Boston. Uh, We know that people down there are, well, they are uh, more action than talk. It says, Excel High School was the visiting team against Cohasset on Wednesday night. So here is the news uh, for the high school of the week. Uh, Juilliard being our college of the week and now the high school of the week. Police are investigating after a basketball player from XL High School in Boston allegedly punched a referee during a game at Cohasset High School on Wednesday night. Cohasset police were called to the school's gymnasium around 6.45 p.m. for a report of an assault, authorities said in a statement. An initial investigation found the 17-year-old player from XL High school in South South Boston allegedly punched the referee in the face during the game, according to the police. The game was immediately canceled and the gym was cleared, police said. The referee did not require medical attention. There was no further altercation and no Cohasset players were involved. Authorities said later Wednesday night they were still prohibiting, excuse me, still probing the incident. And uh, there you have it there, guys. So sports, um, those of you who might be interested in attending uh, the high school in South Boston, uh, just be mindful of that. So for some people, it's not just a game. It's real life. So if you call that cheap shot, Rev, prepare to be punched in your mouth. It's just that simple. Um, I personally, I I do like sports. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like the the average guy when it comes to sports that I'm going to just get up there and start screaming, yelling, shouting, and, and being crazy and a bit ludicrous. But sports have a place. I think that there's limits and boundaries uh, that uh, sports uh, play a nice role in. But when you think about the overall of sport, uh, you just got to be careful with it because you never know what could happen uh, with sports. And people's temper. Sport is very competitive. And um, it can be difficult for some people to to lose, uh, to not being able to have that that win-win. So when you're dealing with sports, I mean – 
you just got to be careful, especially being a referee. Apparently, that's a job in which you're going to need police training now because people are swinging at you because you're blowing your whistle. So uh, here's how the police uh, chief followed up with the uh, story. Uh, there is no place for violence of any kind in the school, and we are thankful that the victim in this incident was not seriously injured. Cohasset Police Chief William Quigley said, We have identified the student-athlete allegedly involved in this incident, and the matter remains under investigation. Um, Boston Public Schools is committed to fostering a safe and welcoming environment off and on school grounds and does not condone violence of any kind. Hmm. So that's uh, that's interesting. Um, you have a referee punched in the mouth. A school releases a statement that they're not involved, and hopefully that gets rectified. Um, the referee could press charges, but the most important thing is that you guys are informed. So now you are aware of some of the things that are going on at the South Boston High School for those who might be interested in going there the following school year or those who may be transferring that the South Boston High School uh, has its problems like everyone else. But thank goodness there was a motive behind it. I'm not saying it's okay to punch someone, but it's a lot more uh, relaxing than realizing that someone is just going around assaulting people for no alleged reason. So, uh, you know, Boston does have that uh, in its favor as well. And so I think that's, uh, that's, that's pretty, you know, it's normal. It's standard. Uh, you're going to have fights and brawls at high schools. You're going to have people lose their temper. These sports players are under a lot of pressure. So those are our two schools that we're considering on this podcast. Uh, Juilliard in the sex scandal and South Boston and the referee that's got punched in the mouth hole. So out of these two, each week we're going to have a different segment. So out of these two, who is going to be our hero of the week. So guys, after some careful thought, I'm going to conclude that the South Boston uh, headline is going to be uh, the kid, the 17 year old who punched the referee in the mouth. He's going to be our hero of the week. And the reason why is because he stood up for himself. Um, we know that uh, he felt some type of way. Um, it mentions that he could face disciplinary action in accordance with the BPS code of conduct. Uh, but he was true to himself. So, uh, you know, you can't really argue with that. Uh, was it wrong? Oh, 100%. Uh, going around punching people in the mouth is never the answer. However, on the RD podcast, you're coming to learn, listen, and love uh, what you encounter. So, guys, that's going to conclude our episode for this week. We look forward to being with you guys next week and many more weeks after that as we continue to give you guys everything that you love and that you're listening to on this podcast. Keeping it simple and sweet. This has been The Everyday Podcast. This is The Everyday Podcast for The Everyday Man.